Hi everyone, I'm Joel Gould. Welcome to the new edition of NRL.com's Pearl's Preview Pod. Coming to you from the QRL studios in Brisbane, as we always do. And I'm here with um, Steve Renoff. How are you going, Steve? Yeah, good, Joel. Uh, you know, pretty pumped after the last week events. And, uh, you know, it, it was it was a great uh, great uh, weekend of footy. It was. Now, well, we're up to the what they call the penultimate. penultimate. That's a big word. Penultimate round of uh, the um, NRL season. And there's a whole lot of teams still in contention for those final two spots. We've got the top six. We know we know the top six, who they are. We don't know what order they're going to finish yes, in yeah. just yet. But um, seventh and eighth, there's still a real fight on the, on the hands for the, for the two clubs that are in there at the moment, the Sharks and the Broncos. But they've got um, the West Tigers and also, uh, I guess, Penrith. It's definitely Penrith. Um, yeah, definitely Breathing Penrith. down their necks. Although Penrith had a disappointing uh, loss uh, last week to the Cowboys, they really did miss a beat there. If they'd won that game, they would have been in a lot better position. Yeah, it was it was unfortunate. They, as you said, they just they just were off the ball for that one week. Well, they were, and the Cowboys were on the ball. Yeah. And uh, before we get to uh, all of that, uh, the, the the actual rounds, uh, Steve, you were at. You were at the Broncos game versus Souths, won by South Sydney, twenty-two twenty. Yeah. What, what were you in the Alfie Bar? Was yeah, it, they, no, they, Alfie Lounge. No, there was a there's a uh, a veranda as they call it, and I think they <laughs> they rename uh, it for all different events. But that night, on that night, it was an Alfie Alfie Lounge <laughs> for yeah. the for the Broncos old boys reunion. So yeah, it was yeah. good. So you're all there? Yeah, all, yeah. We they had a fa- they had a fair few there. You know, Terry Marison, Gavin Allen. Um, James Donnelly, Kenny Gittens, um, you know players like that. I, I've not seen Kenny Gittens. I don't know if people remember Get- Kenny, but um, he he was a winger, um, played in the early days with us. Um, at the played first grade and reserve grade with him at the Broncos um, back in the day, and uh, ex police officer. So we had a few police officers come through. Wayne favoured him back in the day because he was one himself. Um, <laughs> but Kenny was a really good player, actually. Was he? Yeah, he was. I don't know he, much he was about a, him, to be honest. He was a good winger. And um, we uh, there was him, and he was very naturally gifted body. Um, him and another player called George Thorogood. And they were both wingers. So I, I played, obviously, a lot inside of them in reserve grade. And um, so they were very... They had the nicknames Rip and Curl. <laughs> So, because <laughs> so, uh, I like the bodybuilding. Oh yeah, Kenny looks still looks great. So <laughs> he hasn't hasn't shed much. Uh, so no, it was good. It was a good night, and um, you know it was probably one of the better get-togethers we had in number-wise um, for the game. And um, you know, as I said to the boys in the text, I said, you know, we all should need to try and get there because uh, you know, Benny's turning up. He turned up. He, didn't he? he flew all the way up from Sydney, Wayne Bennett. He did. He came all the way just for just for that. <laughs> just for that. <laughs> Him and Jason Demetrio, they're old boys. Demetrio is he an old? Oh, he's an old. Is he's a, a coach? Staff, of he's course, a staff, oh, of yeah. course he is. Yeah, of yeah. course he is. Well, we'll come to the yeah, South Sydney yeah, game uh, very shortly, and and uh, that was quite fun watching all that unfold during the week leading up to it it certainly was a game everyone was pumped up for that's oh. for sure it was Wayne, f- Wayne, oh, we'll talk about that too Wayne was pumped after the game he so. was very pumped he was high-fiving cuddling oh. j- jumping dancing dancing Jeez. jigging jigging <laughs> jigging <laughs> he'd throw his hip out with his jumper on around, around <laughs> his neck there <laughs> Okay, let's have a look at the first game on the list this week, and it's the Cowboys 
up against the Bulldogs. And look, to be honest, oh. the Bulldogs can still make the eight. It, it, there's a lot of things have to happen for, yeah. that, for that to happen. If it does happen, it'd be a minor miracle, I'd say. Uh, <laughs> but the Cowboys, this is a big, big game for them. The last one at um, one three hundred Small yep. Stadium, f- formerly known as Dairy Farmers Stadium. What did they call it in your day? Uh, look, I really can't remember, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. D- dairy farmers seems to stand out. Oh, it's Stockland. Had, Stockland. Yeah, it was Sto- Stockland. Stockland, that's yeah, right. It yeah, too. it's had a lot of names, of course, depending on the um, the sponsors yeah. over that time. But it's uh, it's a night to honour uh, Matt Scott, definitely, yeah. because he won't be playing in this game. As we know, he's he suffered a, uh, a stroke and he's been recovering. And his jersey, his number eight jersey, has been retired for this game. So Scott Bolton will wear the number 16. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, great. In, in yeah, good res- out of respect for him. That's great. It is, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. So there's a lot. This will be quite an emotion-charged game for the Cowboys. Yeah, it will be. And, uh, look, they, they played really well last week. Um, you know, they, they shut down the Panthers. And, uh, as you said, they got a lot to play at, for at home. Canterbury visiting. Um, but Canterbury uh, doggies are playing really well as well. So um, they got that little, little as you mentioned before. You know they got that slight chance they could still make the eight. But um, this is going to be a, a great game because the dogs will want to head up there, obviously, and um, you know finish the season off. Only a couple of games to go, so uh, it'll be interesting. Well, they still have a lot to play for, um, Canterbury. There's no doubt about that. They've been in awesome form. One thing I'd like to say, one of the best signings that the Cowboys, we've been critical of some of their recruitment in, the, in recent years. It just hasn't worked out for them yeah. um, for all sorts of reasons. But one of the great, uh, one of the, their best moves, I think, was Scott Drinkwater to fullback. And I, I am liking what I'm seeing from this guy. I, I've watched him play before and I thought this is a, a real ta- a talent in the making. I love his um, ball playing ability. He's got a lovely pass. He is. He's he, quick. What, what have you made? He's a him? talented player. Um, I remember watching him at East here in Brizzy. East Tigers, yeah. East Tigers, and then uh, obviously spent a little bit of time in Melbourne. Um, but what I saw of him in the Q Cup, you know, he's a talented footy player. He's good mm. on his feet, but as you say, he's, he's very good with the ball, and he's, he's just a smart footy player. Um, you know, he's um, you, put, you can put him in... The, the, the frame of Billy Slater but that's something he can build on because I think he's he's got that in him um, as a rugby league player and you know I think he has been a good boy for him he's been good he's gotten better um, with, with the Cowboys so yeah I rate him mm. he's, he's played in the halves as well I love the, I like the way he carries himself yeah. and I, I like his defensive uh, sense as well he's, he's come up with some big plays and I just think he's a a really good um, buy for the Cowboys and, and one to look out for in the future. Yeah, I, I think he's he's from New South Wales. He, I th- I'm pretty sure he went to Terrigal, Terrigal High School okay. um, on the central coast of New South Wales. So he's from down there. He's not he's not a Queenslander, but he uh, he certainly uh, I think he's got a big future. That's for sure. Uh, the other th- uh, good point for the Cowboys, I, I thought uh, last week, it was I, I saw better things from Michael Morgan. Um, he put a few kicks in. He probably shouldn't have, but yeah. um, he, he did come up with some good plays that, that yeah, he, led to tries. Yeah, he did. You know, and I think that's his way of feeling feeling his way back. I mean, he's been right out of um, form, to be honest, uh, for his standard uh, this year. So, for him to have those couple of uh, you know good touches in that game, that'll only help his confidence in this game coming up. Mm. We're up against a Canterbury side that's on fire, of course. Kieran Foran's Back yeah. playing some of his better football. Dalen Martinio Zosnik, I've really liked him at fullback in the Canterbury pack, as we've said all 
all week, uh, all year rather, has, has been outstanding. Dylan Napa had one of his best games, I thought, against Parramatta yeah, last week. Yeah, he did. He, he toughened up a bit, didn't he? He was ripping in. Mm. Uh, hadn't seen that for a while from him, um, especially in his defence. He was throwing himself around. He's been a very quiet on that front, and I, I wonder whether it had a lot to do with a few incidences last year, um, yeah, around the head, the head clashes around his tackling technique, but uh, he seemed to get back in there. Mm. Well, there's only one change in this whole um, team and uh, for both teams, and that's Jade Nockenbaugh, that that really big um, winger for the Canterbury. He's had some really good games, yeah. very strong. He's in for the suspended Remus Smith. How, how do you see it going? Look, I, I think the Cowboys after last week, the, the doggies are on a bit of a roll. Um, I, I like the way they're playing. They're, they're, they're ripping in and having a go, but... Um, I think the Cowboys have a lot to play for. It's great that Morgan's hit a little bit of form last week, so I'll be backing the dog. Uh, sorry, the, the Cowboys at home. Yeah, I'm backing the Cowboys to win this one as well. I think it's a game that they'll be up for. They want to farewell that ground that they've played in for all those years. Uh, and, and Matt Scott, you know. And Matt Scott. Yeah. Uh, sorry, you were going to say. Yeah, that? I was just saying. That, and Matt Scott. I mean, you're right. I, I didn't even think of that. Their last game before. They go into the new stadium, so they'd want to fit. You know that there's a lot. They're playing for a lot on Friday. Mm. Thursday, oh, th- Thursday, Thursday one, that one. That, that one's Thursday. The, the next one's um, Friday night. Uh, the Warriors are hosting um, Rabbitohs, who are back in form without James Roberts uh, for his little yeah. elbow. Well, his elbow to the head of uh, Corey Oates. So he's he's been suspended for two weeks. Uh, Burgess is back. Johnston's back. Turner's back. So oh, they got they got a That's few right. good ins there, haven't they? They do. Um, look, I, they've got to be happy with what happened last week. Um, you know, they got away with it in the end, but I thought they pl- they were probably, in a way, probably the better team on the night. Um, they were versus mm. the Broncos. So, so they'll carry that. Wayne be very confident with that. Having that win is going to give them a lot of confidence. Gave Wayne a lot of confidence, as we mentioned. Um, you know, uh, with his little foray after the match. So, it, it meant a lot to him, and it meant a lot to the players. So, for me, coming into this week um, you know I, I think the Rabbits will carry that form and, and get away with a win great tackle by Damien Cook on Corey Oates at the end oh, he's yeah. in for all money he, what a great tackle when you when a big body is mobile he just chops him down that that just shows I mean you can learn a lot from that a lot of, lot of players about you know going high on the line I mean if you you actually decent enough at tackle or low I mean you chop him down that's it that's the end of, end of story Mm. Phenomenal game, Cook. Um, you know, scored a try. Yeah. Uh, it was very instrumental in setting up the other two. And I love the combination between him and Walker and Reynolds. That looked like it well, was back. Well, we talked about that. We touched on especially Reynolds. I mean, if uh, you know, if he's playing well, the, the Rabbits are playing well. And obviously, with those three combining, that's even even. But when they're at their highest during the year, those three were were playing really well on that they were killing at the time mm. it's a, it's one of the if not the best six seven nine combination in the game yeah that those three guys they're, they're that good well they got two they got two of them I mean obviously cook was always going to go there but it got Walker into the first origin that combination um, this year unfortunately he didn't didn't keep his spot but um, it, it got him an origin game hmm the Warriors have been disappointing, as they often are, at the yeah. back end of the season. I, I, I think Souths have got so much to play for. They're in fifth. They want to finish in the top four. They need to win this game because they've got the Roosters last. And having Sam Burgess back, yeah. like, that's enough, isn't it, to get Souths over the yeah, line? Yeah, I think so. I, I can't see the poor old Warriors getting getting close here. I mean, it's um, 
I think they're looking forward to the end of the season, to be honest. What did you make of James Roberts? Uh, James not usually a, a player that does this, but he's elbow to the head. Um, yeah, I'm not he got sure. a bit carried away there. Yeah, I think he just got carried away with, with, with what was going on. I mean, yeah, and players can do that. I mean, it was a great crowd here, and uh, everyone was pumped. And um, I, I just think he got carried away in the moment. But, um, I, I, you know... I can remember, you know, getting carried away in the moment. I never elbowed anyone in the head for it, but, <laughs> but you know, it's just he just had a he just had a, a, a mind block, um, unfortunately. But it's costing mm. and cost the team. Yeah, he'll be back for the finals, Roberts. And there was a great uh, lot of uh, lead up to this. Uh, it all unfolded after our last <laughs> podcast. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was yeah. it was the the Thursday morning that we um, we we read about Jason Demetrio having a crack at Anthony Seabold. He returned serve. And had another go after the press conference. So. Oh, it's just just amazing, and I, I thought, and everyone was sort of saying, "Oh, you know, this is Wayne's been the puppeteer of this," and he he make it very quite clear at the end of last week, you know, don't bring me in this, just let them. That's those two, but then I saw him celebrating after the match. I think he might have had a bit to do with it, just quietly. <laughs> Well, you know, um, sometimes, Steve, I, I think Wayne gets blamed for a lot of things, and, and uh, uh, especially you know, there's a lot of conspiracy theories out there about Wayne being involved in this and Wayne being involved in that. I don't think that's the case, to be honest. I, I mm-hmm. think sometimes, and you can see the reaction from the players, it, it, they know what's on his mind. Yeah. They know what he'd be thinking. They know what um, maybe even what he'd approve of. And I think I think what Jason Demetrio, I think he acted on his own behalf. Yeah, you were there and, a and I, I think well, it was, a, it was a three-way. It's a, it's actually a bit of a, a three-way thing going on, and that all came back to who's coaching the Broncos. The whole three of them were in the mix, weren't they? So, so Demetre, he's he's obviously a little bit shoddy on it as well, you know. Well, Wayne wasn't in the mix by that stage. Um, oh no, yeah, they, they, they definitely both went for the job. Obviously, uh, yeah, you know, Jason Demetre and Anthony Seabold. Look, I think what, what we saw last week, everyone. I've talked to. Um, players and, and officials from other clubs uh, and, and heard things from other people. And that's all anyone was talking about last week was the build-up to the game. Uh, yeah. Even players from other clubs, did you see what those two said? Yeah. So it really it really built the game up, I it think. Did. And it, it was it was harmless. I was, I was nothing in it, to be honest. No, no. But it looked good in the paper. Uh, you know, as you say, uh, you know, return, return, serve, and um, it was, it was good. I mean, that, that's, that's what he's about. I mean, you, you know, journalists love that sort of stuff. Um, mm. You know, we, you know, they, so you know, and I think it's part of the, uh, part of the arena in it. To be honest, mm. it's great, and, and it, it's pumping it up coming into the finals. I mean, I'm excited. I haven't been too excited about the footy. Um, you know, too much in the last few years, but um, obviously doing this and, and coming into this final series and the way the season's gone, I'm pretty excited because, especially in the, f- the final layout of the eight, to mm. be honest. Well, it's it's quite possible that the Broncos and the and the South and South Sydney play each other uh, in the final series. That would be a, a great. Yeah, even yeah. Corey Oates said the other day when he was talking about it. Um, about the, the rivalries, he said, "You know, well, that's something for the NRL to hang its hat on that that yeah. game uh, next time because yeah. it, it it really has set it up for any game in the future between these two clubs." And look, I, I've got to congratulate all the people who are involved in in beating in 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 um, generating that interest and the, the yeah. coaches and yeah. also the players for delivering on the night. Oh, it's they, a great! They great delivered game. a great great game. Um, and we'll, we'll we'll come to the Broncos now because they're hosting the Eels. This is a huge game. For the Broncos, yeah. um, they really—they don't want to have to go down to Canterbury um, 
the following week and win because yeah, their record in Sydney hasn't been that good. They no. need to they need to get the job done up against the Parramatta side that's welcoming back um, Blake Ferguson. Yes, that's yeah. a big in. Obviously, they've lost game. Nathan Brown to um, suspension um, for last week. So yeah, well, well, I'll talk a bit about that, um, that Nathan Brown. I mean, I, I don't know what he was thinking, um, but it was brought up on the commentary, but I called it at home. I was sitting there with my partner watching the footy. I said, so he's got ping for it. I said, he's actually tried that three times prior. He, he, he went for three shoulder charges prior, but missed missed or, or slid off and wasn't noticed then he finally gets one he gets he gets wrestled i think what was he thinking did he want to go off <laughs> i don't know i was like and fatty goes the same fatty fatty Borton called it on the tv when it happened he goes i oh, don't worry he's tried that three times already and i, I was like yeah he did it's like i think he just had this brain snap he wanted to shoulder charge someone well the funniest thing i've seen since this incident was his nonna actually oh, his, saw, nonna. his nonna came out and did a some sort of a video uh, where she, I think she called him to stop, but she said something like, Stop being a Neanderthal. Yeah. She was very disappointed in him anyway. Well, good on you, Nonna. So, because uh, I was thinking the same thing on the uh, night. Yeah. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of humour coming out of the game uh, last week. Uh, this week can laugh. It, it is a game after all, but it was a silly act. It's cost him. Yeah. He won't be playing um, against the Broncos. And he's actually a decent player. He's a very good player. Like, yeah. He's, he's, he's very important to Parramatta, yeah. actually. So anyway, the Broncos, uh, David Fafita's um, backing up uh, from one of the great <sighs> games I've ever seen from a teenager. What um, a what a player! What I, a I beast. just you know I just you keep talking about these lads, but I've, I've, as you know, I've been a, I'm a fan of Dave Fafita's. And, um, he's a young kid and he's a lovely young kid, but Jesus, a good footy player. Mm. And um, so you know he had a great game in a lo- you know he was man of the match in a losing team to be honest last week. Um, so. You know, for me, it, it, it's you know I, I think the Brisbane will get away with this one. I think mm. they'll they'll win this one. You know, with Parramatta away from their stadium, their new stadium, um, I, I think this it's just a good time um, for them for Brisbane to come, you know ambush them up here. Um, been so impressed with our Ford pack, and once again, Dave Fafita and what he's doing as a young kid is amazing. It is. He's got that amazing swivel that he does just before the try line. I've yeah. seen him do it a few times. I've watched him do it at training actually, where he um, he, he does like a almost like a dance move, like a pirouette, and and but keeps going very strongly. Still momentum, yeah. With momentum, I, I've never seen anything quite like it. To he, be he's, it's one of those. Have, things. You, have you seen anything quite like no, that move he puts on? No, I haven't. But but what he's mm. done, he, he's made it his own. I, I think he he's probably just he's learnt that as a kid mm. and it just comes second nature to him that's that's what's happened I don't know whether he's he's actually learnt it someone's taught him that I think he's just done it as a kid and he's going oh that works I'll keep doing it mm. <laughs> well he still is a kid but you know what I mean yeah he is it's a, and look I, I did like the way the Broncos hung in the game obviously we, we can we've spoken about the Haas they, they can be better <clears throat> I don't think Darius Boyd's been anywhere near as bad as some people Say he's he doing the job, mm. you know what I mean. I mean, he's come from fullback, and you know he's in there at, at six, and look, he's he's doing the job. I think for the team, I don't know what they're expecting of Darius, to be honest. Mm. Um, but he he's there. He's you know he's given decent ball, and you know I was saying he went missing in a few areas, but you know he he's a professional. Um, he'd be loving coming into this end of the season, so um, you know he, he'll spark up. Well, my point is, look, I can't, you know, you, you've watched football in the last 35 years, Steve, um, 
I, I can and I cannot think of a player that's basically played three hundred games of football in one position, yeah, and then changed positions. And, yeah. and that must be very difficult to do. Uh, we saw Darren Lockyer play, you know, for for a, yeah, a, quite a while at fullback, but uh, I'm pretty sure the majority of his career was played at five eight. So, was, but he did it mid. He did it at the age of twenty six. I think Lockie was when he he changed from fullback to five eight, and he had those the, the skills in the kicking game that Darius doesn't have. Yeah. Darius doesn't have the kicking game, so I think it's a big ask. I don't think he's done too badly. Um, the the bottom line is the Broncos don't have representative halfbacks mm. in their no, at, at the club. They, they don't, don't they don't have them, so they've got to make do with what and they I, have. I don't know what people are talking about, um, you know, publicly or whatever. Or mm. I, don't, I don't even know if the media's not really down that track, but um, you know, calling for his head. I mean, as you say, as a three hundred gamer, you want him coming into the final series. You want him in your team mm. because um, outside of him and and Alex Glenn and. Gillet, um, mm. there's not much experience, so you need someone like him going into the finals. Yeah, well, let's look through the team. Has anyone else won a premiership in that Broncos side? Um, we've got uh, no, no, no. We haven't got anyone that's won a premiership in the Broncos team except, and Darius has won two. Yeah. So I think his his experience is is vital, um, definitely. Um, yeah, to that side. I'm tipping the Broncos. I think they're going to be too good for Parramatta. Yep, me too. Based on their pack, too good. And, and and look, who needs halves when you've got Haas and Fafita? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Just give them the ball. <laughs> We've seen that in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Okay. Um, the, the Newcastle Knights um, are hosting the Titans. I've got a new coach, mm. um, Christian Wolf, after Nathan Brown um, left the club this week. Oh, Wolfie's back. Yeah, he's um, taking over for a couple of weeks. Uh, what have you made of what's gone on at Newcastle? It's it just it's mind-boggling for me to be honest. I, I you don't know the real story, and we talk, we spoke about this last week, Joel, about you know, I'm hearing stories about backstabbing and at white anning, and they just love those terms, white anning, and uh, and you know, obviously Nathan's overheard a, heard a, a um, conversation. And that, that, that comes back to, once again, I will blame the administration for that. I really will. Um, you know, why, why wouldn't he be shirty if, he, if he's overheard a conversation? Hmm. Well, mean, he got wind of it. Oh, he got wind of it or wind whatever. Of meetings, yeah. But, you know... Or, or just, uh, yeah, but, that he was... Yeah, you know, but yeah, all in all, and you can say, yep, he's got a... You know, everyone's saying he's got a great team, he should have done more. I think he's done okay with them, to be honest. I don't think... They haven't had a bad, bad... I mean, they've had bad spots of the year... But they're, they're sitting, still sitting around the eight. So I can't see, when you look at the way the footy's gone this year, it's not a bad season for them. You know, it's not not it's not as bad as it was back in the day, even when Wayne had them, I suppose. But, um, well, it was the three seasons after Wayne left that they finished with the wooden spoon. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, Wayne yeah. was replaced, people forget, by Rick Stone the first year. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Left, then, and then, but then that, Brown but came As in. I said, as a lot of people say, and we see AFL doing it, that... There's a building period. Mind you, he got some really good players on board. Um, but, yeah, look, uh, it's really hard to, to figure out what exactly is going on. But, you know, I think I think all in all, I think the admin down there, whoever's in there behind the scenes, needs to take some responsibility because they've been on this um, up and down merry-go-round, whatever you want to call it, for the last, what, four years, five years, even longer. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, well, look, my point would be that for the first two years that Nathan Brown was there, he, he certainly had a, a squad that you wouldn't want 
as a coach. It's not yeah. certainly not the one he, he he put together. And they 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 took out the wooden spoon. Yeah. The last two years he has had some quality players, and I think I think this has been recognised. Um, by the administration and, and even by Brown himself that he did look he has had Callum Ponga he's had Mitchell Pearce one of the best club for, for mm. the halfbacks of the there. last decade origin forwards like David Clemmer um, and Tim Glasby and, and Daniel Saifidi now it's it's a pretty good side that I mean Sean, Sean Kenny Dowell's obviously won a premiership and he was brought there guys like Aidan Guerra played um, um, origin so they just haven't hit the mark Steve the yeah. last two years look whatever yeah. you want to say look you, you, yeah. you can talk ad infinitum about what's gone on behind yeah. the scenes and we don't know the full story and it's a bit of a he said she said and there's people well, disputing Brownie, what's I, gone I, on players being criticised for silly remarks you know yeah. like Callum Ponga he wasn't thinking probably when he said that he, he was happy that he had his uh, milkshake or whatever he said when he was asked about yeah. um, Brown's um, demise I, I think that's irrelevant really yeah. all that stuff it's it's not a good look and you no. probably wish he said something different but the bottom line is that when you're a coach of a football team like Newcastle, with those players, you need to do better. Yeah, yeah. With they need to, you, they, they well, there, there, there's a couple of coaches, and we'll come to another team, um, exactly the same scenario, to be honest. Yeah, he wasn't able to get the best out of that team. Yeah. And that's... That well, look, and, and the, the good thing is for, for, for Wolfie this weekend, they'll win. <laughs> well, they're <laughs> going to back him. They'll come out and beat the Titans and... He'll, he'll be the star. Which, but Christian Wolfe is a really good coach. He's a good bloke too, just quietly. So he was here at the Broncos. Mm. Um, and I know Wolfie really well. He's a, he's a good lad and very smart coach. So um, I think he'll do well with him, to be honest. I think he's uh, taken over on a good weekend when it comes to yeah. the possibility of winning. Although the Titans were pretty gutsy against Melbourne. They were. Yeah. Uh, Philip Sammy, we've, been t- uh, we've seen highlight reels of him. Uh, he's calling himself, I believe, the Hound because he chased down the Fox. That he was did pre- too. That was pretty impressive, actually. The Hound in the that fox. game against Melbourne, where they led eight nil. Yeah. Uh, the Titans. I think. I think um, they certainly played a lot better, didn't they? The Titans. Yeah, they did, and they, that, that's what you want to see. They showed a bit of ticker, and they had a go. And I thought, you know, they, you know, great. You know, that I think it was the first try, the, the the kick that was taken, and I thought, well. You know, that gave them confidence, so that lifted them. And that, I think that's what they need to do, just with the la- next couple of games going forward, is just they can start the game well. Um, they've got some good players that can sort of carry them uh, through the match rather than getting wiped out at the start and just keeps carrying on. Mm. Yeah, that's that's big. Yeah, they, they were right in the game at, yeah. at, at um, half-time. Um, well, they, they, they certainly were in it in, in the game. Uh, against Melbourne, it's very hard, though, isn't it? When you're, the Titan, yeah, oh. when you're the Titans, you always, well, they got, got, a, they you always do. got yeah. the feeling that the Melbourne Storm were going to come over the top of them. On the flip side, the, the Knights were woeful against West Tigers. That was that was dismal, wasn't it? It was. It was. It was just. There's no other word for it, Joel. It was disappointing. I thought from mm. from a, a person who loves rugby league, and you see that dished up, you just go, "Well, you boys just put the white flag up." Unfortunately, it was terrible. Mm. It was terrible timing for Brown. After there was some sort of hope that maybe that. Now mm. that, that 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 had been sorted, that he wasn't going to be at the club for for next year, that they might come up with something pretty special for him for the last three yeah. weeks. But that that was the, the we saw the complete opposite of that. No. It was a, a disgraceful one of one of the worst Newcastle performances I can remember for effort mm. for, for effort. Well, you know, the, like yeah. you, you can pick on the coaches, and you you know, I'm picking on the admin at the moment. But uh, you know, the boys need to take responsibility. The 17 that are uh, are out there. 
that are in that squad need to take responsibility. Um, and, you know, they, they need to start this weekend. Well, the Knights uh, can make the eight, but once again, they're a bit like Canterbury having to rely on um, yeah, all sorts of things games. to happen. And I, I, I think they can get over the Titans, but I, I don't think they'll make the eight. See, the Sea Eagles um, hosting the Melbourne Storm. Uh, this Ooh. is a game at Ooh. Brookvale Oval, uh, otherwise now known as Lotto Land, that um, wow. has got a great history. The Battle of Brookvale, we won't forget that. That was a while back now. I think uh, Daly Cherry Evans was a young a young fella coming through there. Um, it was before his time yeah. uh, at, uh, at Manly, before he played first grade. So there's a, there's a lot of history between these clubs, played each other in grand finals, um, of and, course. And uh, they got the wood on them this year already down there, didn't they? They Manly. did. They did. They did with the Daly Cherry Evans field goal yeah, right so, at the end. Now, they, they, this is this is going to be a tough one, to be honest, because I, I love the way Manly are playing, and but I, I, I love what Melbourne are doing. Um, and this would be something Craig Belling will target and go... We owe, we owe these boys. We've got to get one back on them. Um, but, you know, this is to show everyone else we're, we're the real deal. Um, so, you know, it, it's going to be a tough one. It really needs the The big boys need it, really need to stand up. Um, you know, that Melbourne wouldn't have been happy with that start last week. Um, mm. So there's areas... Yep, they, they won in the end, but there's areas they still can fix because they're not putting together a full 80 minutes of, of what we consider Melbourne storm footy mm. and Craig Bellamy be right onto that so and look but mind you they're playing at, at you know, Brookvale and um, it's going to be tough it is and I'm looking forward to Tino Farson in Wallawe. Um he's coming you've been practising that all day haven't you well I, I don't know if I I think I've got it right um, <laughs> I did interview him in the Queensland under 20s camp oh, okay. he's a beast is he he's an absolute beast um, I believe he's um, also in quite in demand for his features he's a, he's a maroon he's a big bopper and uh, he's, he's been promoted to the interchange bench I thought he played really well in his um, his debut game yeah. that he played uh, at Cronulla and um yeah, he's he's a player I, I think to watch for the future. But you'll be impressed when you see the size yeah. of the lad, and he's, he's, he packs a punch. Look, Steve, I'm going to back the the Manly Seagulls to win this game. I, I just think I, I know they didn't play the sort of style of footy that they had been playing at Can- against Canberra last week. They probably weren't allowed to. It was a very stop-start sort of a game. But um, I just think this is a game they're going to be right up for. Uh, there's so much. Riding on this for Manly, they they're in the top four. Uh, they can yeah. st- if they can win this game, they 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 can stay in the top four. Uh, I, I just love love watching the way they play footy. Those at Fenella Blake and Tapao, we've spoken about them all yeah. year. And uh, Moses Suley's injury that we thought might have been a serious one last week uh, wasn't so serious. Joel Thompson is out with a a, a, mm-hmm. a fracture of a broken arm, but Suley's been named um, in, to play in the centres. I think that's a big in for them. I'm just looking forward to um, guys like Travojevic, Tapao, Travojevic. <laughs> the Travojevic. The Travojevic um, um, duo. Uh, yes. I think, oh, Manly, I think Manly can get this one. Yeah, look, I, uh, look I'm, I'm, I really, I think it's going to be even Stevens. Um, I, I'm going to stick with Melbourne. Um, I, I think, uh, as I said, they need, to, they need to start stringing a whole full 80 minutes together. Um, and you can't tell me Craig Bellamy won't have him up for this. Um, it, this would be perfect for him running in, you know, one game out, 
from from the finals. So I'm going to back the Storm. Yeah, I understand why you have uh, too. But I'm seeing I'm seeing the grit in this manly team that I used to see in the team that um, won the yeah. 2011 premiership, and um, also which was the other premiership they won 2008. That one, mm-hmm. that, but that was the that was the one that won forty nil. I'm seeing I'm seeing aspects of that mentality in this manly team, which I think is going to be really necessary against Melbourne. Yeah. Anyway, the Roosters um, hosting the Panthers at the Sydney Cricket Ground on Saturday night. The Panthers have to win their last two games now to make the eight. This is this is D Day for them. They're up against. <laughs> Yeah, the team. they're up against a machine. That's did you see against. the Did you see the Roosters' first half against the Dragons last week? Did no, no, I didn't. I... The football they played there was uh, quite remarkable. Yeah. The ball movement was just stunning well, it, right well, across the field. Every player, yeah, well, the, the ball movement was yeah. just as slick as I've seen. It. Well, it carried really. It did carry on, and you know, a bit in the second half. I mean, they they were sort of confident enough. They were trying to pop part impossible passes out in the end, mm. um, but you see why because. Um, th- that first half, so you know that that's a, that's a team that shows how confident they are in what they're doing. They're, they're confident in their, um, uh, you know, their what they've been given by the coach as their game plan. They're very confident in that. And then just a bit outside of that, they got the confidence to pop. They remind me a lot of um, our Brisbane team back in the day, to be honest, because they're confident with the coach's game plan, but he gives them that that. Um, extra you know permission to go and you know play some great exciting footy and they're doing that they are and they they didn't even have Mitchell Latrell Mitchell last week and we saw that phenomenal cross field kick by Cooper Cronk where he looked like he was going to kick it uh, more towards the middle of the field and then swung it across (laughs) his body for uh, Daniel Tupu to score in the corner it was it was like clockwork Mm. he made it it look easy something that must have been Extraordinarily hard, and must have come on the back of probably thousands of practice. Practice, games. yeah, he's very good at what he does, isn't he, Cooper yeah. Cronk? Yeah, look, I, I know, I know, Penrith's got it all on the line. They, they can't I, win this game. I just, oh, they can't win. I'm, I'm definitely going for the Roosters. Yeah, I, I just don't see it. The, the Penrith Panthers. I think all that energy that they they took to get their season back on track. I think it's running out for them. Yes. Okay, the Sharks on Sunday are hosting the Raiders. This is a big game yeah. in the context of everything, really, in the context of the, the top eight for the Sharks and for the top four for the Raiders. They'll be a little bit disappointed that they, they got done by Manly last week. That was a game that would have solidified their top four spot probably for, for 2019. Yeah. The Sharks were far too good for the Warriors, and they're looking pretty good, the Sharks, on paper, aren't they? I, mean, well, they I, I are. think they're about to click with this team. They are. You know, are they good enough to beat? I mean, look, you got to give it to Canberra. They did pretty well last week against Manly, and um, you know they had some good glimpses there. And you know, they were in it right through to the end. And I, uh, for me, I think Canberra. Out of the two, when you sit where these two are sitting, the foot, the form, comparable. Um, I think Canberra are, are probably. Uh, ahead of them in this, and they'll they'll get away with a win here. I think Canberra's ahead. I do, and I I, I love watching Bateman and those guys. Uh, Leilua's not playing this game for those um, knees in the back. Of, um, it was his first game back too, wasn't it? It was well, his no, second game second back. Second game yeah. back. Sorry. So he he's suspended. So it's Croker and Kotrick in the in the centres for uh, and, and and Simonson on the wing for for Canberra. Uh, I'm going to tip. This is a big game for Paul Gallon. Um, it's his last game at, um, yeah, at yeah. Shark Park. So you're going to go the Sharkies? I'm going to go the Sharkies. I think 
like I like their team. Uh, just it's it's always amazed me this year they haven't really clicked in the gear. I did see signs of it against the Warriors, yeah, yeah. and I, I think um, with what's on the line for them, oh, I just got a feeling that they're going to lift for, for Galanese. Yeah. He is uh, what the Sharks are. Yeah, exactly. And he has been, hasn't he? He's been he a, a, a great warrior for them. Oh, he has, mate. You, you've got to credit him for what he's done for the game and, and what he's done for the Sharks. And, you know, he's just a... You know, you couldn't meet a nicer bloke off the field. Um, he loves rumming it in to everyone. <laughs> he, he doesn't either back Cronulla or the Blues. But, um, you know, he, he, loves, he loves that arena. And, um, you know, I hope he goes off with a big game. But I just, I'm just not sure that they, they're going to be good enough to beat Canberra. OK. Uh, we're just differing on that one, Steve. But that's all good. The final game of the round, and there's a lot riding on this, it's also at the Sydney Cricket Ground, it's uh, St George Illawarra Dragons up against the West Tigers who pummeled, <laughs> absolutely pummeled Newcastle last week. Uh, Benji Marshall, he was on fire. Yeah. He was absolutely electric last week. That's one of the best games he's played in a long time. Josh Reynolds, um, he's it's starting hooker for this game. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, look, I, West Tigers... Uh, that they'll know what's happened in the other rounds. They're they're just one point behind the Broncos. They're right in this. Yeah, the they eight, are, and they can certainly beat the Dragons. What we've seen from the Dragons. Yeah, you know we we mentioned it before um, with Newcastle with a team on paper. And I don't want to grind over it. We spoke about them again last week, Joel. I know they're your team, but when you look at that team on paper. Um, I think Mary should be done, and I'm mates with Mary, but he should have done a lot better with them. Um, I just don't know what's going on there at the moment. Um, as you say, a lot of lot of Origin players in their team, Test players, um, and they're doing what they're doing, and they're sitting on the table where they probably shouldn't be. So, um, you know, are they going to be good enough? I, I think with the role, uh, the, the great game last week of, of the Tigers, they'll just keep continue, I think, and take advantage of this poor form of the Dragons I agree with you Steve I just think there's so much on the line for West Tigers I, I, they're, they're, they're tracking at the moment uh, if they can win this game they're tracking to come to Leichhardt Oval in the final round against the Sharks uh, I don't think Robbie Farrah would probably play he's got a fractured leg but it's it'll be a farewell to Farrah yeah. it'll be a final spot on the line uh, definitely um, for them that they they absolutely will will have to win this game first. Yeah, definitely. But uh, then, then that, they got more to play for, don't they? They do. They do. It's all funneling into a sort of a, a, not a fairy tale sort of end, yeah. end end of the season and into the eight. That's that's what they'll be hoping for, Michael McGuire and his team. But they need to, to refocus and get the job done. Yeah, and the job at hand, and it is the Dragons and. As we said, I think coming out of their last week's game, uh, they've got to be very confident. Mm. Now, just one positive for the Dragons, definitely from last week, and I'm sure you'll be interested in this. Um, your, your good mate, uh, Wendell Saylor's mm. uh, son, uh, Tristan. Tristan Saylor, it was outstanding. I and thought he's he was. He's been named at number one. Uh, I, I, he's got a future, hasn't he? Oh, for a debut, um, very busy young boy, and I was really impressed with him. You know, he, he wanted to get the ball in his hand, and he's ripping in here and there, and and he scored a meat pie, and he nearly got another one. I just fell short, and I just loved his energy. Um, just watch him, and um, you know he wanted to be, he wanted the footy in his hand, mm. and um, I thought, well, good on him. You know, it's it's amazing. And like Wendell was the same. Um, I, I, you know, Wendell always wanted the ball, no matter. He was such a good runner and carrier of the ball. Um, but uh, one thing I was impressed with, and Wendell won't mind me saying this, but uh, one of his nicknames was Clubfoot. 
Um, and I know Tristan can kick, so he didn't get that. He obviously got that off Tara, and uh, he had a great pass on him as well. <laughs> Wendell wasn't great, wasn't great pass, and that's why he did a lot of running and, and scored tries. And uh, but I saw him fire a, a cutout pass, and I thought, geez. I never thought I'd see the day a sailor doing one of those. <laughs> so young Tristan, he's a good player. Well, Wendell look, won't mind me saying that because he knows it's true. Of course he won't mind. He'd be, he'd be happy you're giving his son a rap. Yeah, I'll, I was, I'll tell I was you, impressed with his busyness. I'll, I'll tell you what, he's a didn't get, look, they're chalk and cheese when you look at the size of the two of them. Yeah. Like, um, he's... He's not a big Dell, is he? He's not a big. No, Del. but he's still a decent. He, he's not a. He's not a big boy, but I, I like his his makeup. You know what I mean? Mm. He, he's big enough to handle it, um, but he's smart. He's a smart footy player. Mm. Do you see a good future for him? He no, could I be do. the number one for the Dragons for a while. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, you can't. You couldn't ask for a better debut, to be honest. Mm. Yeah. Uh, or, or a young kid. I thought he was good. So maybe the one bright spot of the, for the Dragons at the end of the season, uh, yeah. Steve, Trist, the arrival of Tristan Saylor. Yeah, mate. I, I, I think he, you know, he's obviously starting fullback this week, and he'll just mm. get better and better. What, what a great way for him, for you know, it's a positive for the Dragons finishing the season. Mm. Okay. All right, Steve. Look, thanks very much for your your thoughts. Uh, it's obviously the the, the final eight is not going to be known until um, I don't think until next the end of next week. Um, if, if the Broncos beat Parramatta, uh, the Tigers lost and Cronulla won, we'd certainly um, See be looking at, looking at the, the Sharks and the Broncos solidifying their spot. The, the dark horse in all this, of course, is the Panthers. Can they, big question mark, is can they rediscover some of their amid the, some of the form that got them back into the yeah. contention for the finals but they've, they've got the, the toughest assignment that you could possibly have against the, the, <laughs> the Penrith Panthers sorry against the Roosters yeah. I just you know, I can't see it Joel they'd have to play the game of their lives yeah. uh, to, to beat them I think because the Roosters aren't winding back they're winding up yeah exactly I mean they, they once again I think we talked about this they, they've timed their run mm. into the finals perfectly so far mm. you know what I mean you could amazing week last week mm. they, they can go back to back do you yeah, think oh, yeah, I, yeah I they can the, you pick the storm to win those yeah I picked the storm to win but I, the way they're going they're just on that as I said they're building mm. um, storm have been a little bit you know up and down in their 80 minutes in the game but um, I'm really impressed with the Roosters at the moment okay well thanks very much for that Steve we'll, um, we'll, we'll do this all again next week as we preview the final round of the Telstra Premiership right, thanks John